I know I am one of God, one of the beauty, love, and joy. We are all one of God, every single one of us, everywhere, all the time, one of the joy, beauty, and love that is God. Now comes the slightly tricky part. God is also freedom, all freedom. And in this freedom, we find choice, the choice to move toward a life of more joy, love, beauty, more good, or not to. But, and so, I understand that even when I don't feel myself moving, I am still within God. And the same is true for all of us. And I acknowledge and surrender to an inexorable, this means unavoidable, inexorable pull toward good all the time. So I let go and I let God be God in me. All that goodness, joy, love, beauty, and so much more pouring out of me into the world. And I say yes. And I say thank you to myself because I am so very grateful for this awareness of my relationship to God, goodness, joy, and love. These are all a part of who I am, who we all are, all the time. And I now release my word into the perfect activity and timing of divine law. And I see that it is good. And so it is. The unknown is where everything that we would like to have more of in our life or or express more of as ourselves is. Because... Everything we know is, is what we have. And our talk topic today is, is an odd little word that, that somebody made up called blessitation. And it comes from the idea that as you step into the unknown, you may notice a combination of both excitement and fear. Hmm. The excitement, something new and something wonderful is calling us, pulling us forward, and we get excited about that. And oftentimes, at the same time, our fears... Our, our uncertainty is pulling us back to the safety of the known. And so we might find ourselves, excuse me, got between blessing and hesitation, which is where you get the word blessitation. We're caught between this blessing, wanting to move forward, and this hesitation. And that can seem like paralysis. That can seem like stuckness. That can seem like, you know, we're just caught in between. So hesitation can be a blessing. Hesitation can be a blessing. It can be our wisdom self, our inner, our inner knowing, wanting more information, wanting greater clarity before we head out into the unknown. So if you're the kind of a person with a history of charging off down the road only to find yourself in the brambles over and over again, whose attitude towards life is fire, aim, ready, or maybe it's just fire, 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 the power of hesitation is preparation so that you can move forward with wisdom. However, if you're the kind of person whose motto is ready, 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 aim, more ready, ready, then you're probably being held back by old unreasonable fears. And that hesitation then is an opportunity to see, identify, and yes, deal with what's really holding me back. What are those fears? So 
As you feel that forward pull, pay attention to your intuition as it speaks to you. As you're stepping, so you're stepping into the unknown and you're listening to wisdom and you're facing and releasing old fears. And that allows you to move forward, not in some crazy rush, because I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, but in a wise, empowered, present in the now moment way of being. So that's blessitation. That's my talk. I actually want to talk about blessing itself. And so as we consider blessing, and, and some of you are going to be familiar with this, but as we consider blessing, consider there is only one. There is only one. Whatever name we give it, there's only one. It expresses as a multiplicity. If we look around all the ways that this one expresses, but there really is only one. Only one mind, only one life, only one heart, only one beingness. And we spend our time and our consciousness either blessing or cursing it. We bless with praise and gratitude. We curse with complaining and judging and condemnation and criticism. And when we're cursing, we're failing to see and recognize the face of the one. And that face of the one is all people and all circumstances. If you want to see the face of God, A, look in a mirror, and B, look at anybody around you. That's the face of God. Look at the nature around you. That's the face of God. Look at the animals around you, the, the plants, all of it. All of that is the face of the divine. And so that is our practice of mindfulness. Can I see the God, the supreme self, the one in all? And so when we complain, when we judge, when we condemn, when we do all that stuff, when we curse life itself, we judge from our own limited point of view, which says more about ourselves than the other person or situation. I love to read um, Amazon reviews, reviews on Amazon, and, and especially the negative ones when you've got, you know, 500 that rated four or five stars, and then you've got seven people who rate it as, as you know, terrible. And it says more about the person themselves than it does about the product. And so as we understand that, as we pay attention to that, Emma Curtis Hopkins in her book, Scientific Christian Mental Practice says, we look upon others in the red or green or blue tints of our own ideas and see them entirely different from what they are in reality. Exactly what we describe as their character, which is not the truth about them, must be our own type of mind in some of its ways. You know, I always love the shorthand version of that. There's, there's two that you can't see in another person what's already, uh, unless it's already present within yourself. And that's for both the, the positive and the negative. And the old, if you're pointing a finger at somebody else, there are three fingers pointing back at you. I've got the same thing going on. So let's remind you that we experience people through our filters, through our ideas. We've all experienced situations and people which we dislike when they first are experienced, but we later see the blessing within that person, within that situation that came to us. And so it's a reminder to not be quite so quick to judge. So the question then that that brings up is why waste time complaining, judging, condemning, cursing, criticizing? Why waste our time doing that in the first place? See, people or situations or life, you know, when we criticize them, when we, when we blame them, 
we can go straight to blessing them. Why waste time cursing them? Go straight to blessing them. Because in order to grow, in order to be free, in order to be our full selves, we're going to have to get there anyways. Why waste time feeling angry and hurt and blaming and victimized? Eventually, we're just going to end up doing a forgiveness process about them anyway. So why not do it faster? And Curtis Hopkins also says, we worship spirit in all forms and let the forms alone. That is a powerful statement. We worship spirit in all forms and let the forms alone. We do not try to change them. They change themselves by our thoughts of spirit. Do not be deceived by your imaginations, by your perceptions of what you think is actually happening. Do not be deceived by your imaginations. As, as imaginations arise, let them alone. Live by principle. That's living in the now and seeing the capital T truth. Take a breath. The New Thought writer Emmett Fox told, reminded us to, instead of thinking about our problems, think about God instead. It goes back to the, what we put our attention on, the basic law. What we put our attention on is what increases. So we're going to practice today a process of praising. Some of you have seen this. Some of you it may be new for. We're going to practice a process of praising. And praise will multiply good in your life. Praise will multiply good in your life. It's like showering plants with good, with water and soil and sun and nutrients and maybe some loving words. And so this process can be used to expand what you love in your life and to call in what you want more of and three things and to dissolve difficult situations. You know, the alchemists, the ancient alchemists used, used the term alkahest, as, which was the idea of a universal solvent, which reduced things to their core. It washed away anything that was not the truth of them. It reduced them to their beneficial properties. And so praising is an alkahest. Love is an alkahest that, that washes away anything that's unlike itself. So we're going to practice a body prayer. So take a breath, make yourself comfortable. You're going to look silly on, on, on this. Uh, you're going to speak some words, but nobody's going to hear you because you're muted. So uh, we're going to do this. And the prayer looks like this. I praise you. I raise you in the name of, and I'm going to name a God quality, love is the one that I usually use. I praise you. I raise you in the name of love. Do that. Practice that. It's a body prayer. And so we're going to praise whoever or whatever situation in whatever God quality we want to see existing, expressed in that. So let's practice with someone or something that you're happy with that you like, okay? So you might think of a person. You might think of, of a situation in your life that you're good with, that you're happy with, and you just want to praise it and raise it. So let's say, you know, I'm, I'm going to use my daughter, Eileen. And so uh, I praise Eileen. I raise Eileen in the name of love. So practice that three times. Let's do that three times together. I praise Eileen, I raise Eileen in the name of love. I praise Eileen, I raise Eileen in the name of love. I praise Eileen, I raise Eileen in the name of love. Notice how you feel. Take a breath. 
And now let's practice with a situation you'd like to see shifted or changed. What is a God quality in which you would like to see more of in this circumstance, in this situation, uh, or, or in your relationship with this person? So it might be freedom or love or peace or health or joy or clarity. So I might practice this with, I praise my body. I raise my body in the name of health. Okay. So take something in your life that you would like to see expressed more of. And we'll practice that same prayer three times. I praise my body. I raise my body in the name of health. I praise my body. I raise my body in the name of health. I praise my body. I raise my body in the name of health. Again, take a deep breath. Just notice how you feel. Now take one more deep breath because it's time to step it up, to open our hearts further, to step into the unknown. Think of someone or something you really don't like. If it's a something, be sure that it's not just a concept. Let's say, for instance, racism. See, racism really isn't a concept. It's a practice by people. It's things that, something that people do. And when we recognize that it's a person that is a, a being that is at core an expression of the divine, we can recognize that it's a person who is either ignorant of or has forgotten our core oneness and, our fun, and the foundational love of the universe. We don't praise their behavior. We look past the behavior we look past that surface of them and we praise the infinite love, wisdom, and oneness. You know, Linda in her, in her opening meditation before that invited us to think of ourselves or our consciousness as the small child. And so it might help with someone that you have a deep issue with is to think of them as that small, innocent child because we all started as small, innocent children. Nobody was born a racist. They got taught that by somebody. And so let go of that. You know, we're so trained in our culture to fight what we don't want to have, to get in a fight with it. Think of all the wars that the United States has declared on things. We've declared a war on poverty. We've declared a war on drugs. We've declared a war on, on all sorts of terrorism. And have you noticed that almost all of that, we haven't won any of those wars? In fact, in most cases, it's more so than it was. So we're going to let go of that process of fighting with things and start to look at and know and feed the capital T truth within those, those circumstances. So take someone with you whom you have real difficulty. It can be somebody you know personally, maybe an ex or maybe somebody who's done something wrong to you, or it can be a, a, a somebody you don't personally know. And we're going to speak to the God that they really are because that is the, the wolf, if you will, for using the Native American story. That is the wolf we want to feed. That is the consciousness we want to feed. In the story that's told of the prodigal son, the son comes back to the father from all of his adventures and, and screw-ups, and he starts talking. It's like, I'm not worthy to be your son, and I should just live on the, you know, and, and, and work. Can I just live and work on the ranch? The father does not address him at that level. He doesn't answer any of those questions. He doesn't speak to him at that. He just he goes right over that, and he says, you're my son. I'm just happy to have you back. Here's a ring. Here's a robe. Here's a party. When we start to look at people, we look past the stuff. 
which is what the Father did, to the God within, to the truth within. Each of us is brother and sister. Each of us is an expression of the divine. And so as we do this prayer, that's what we're going to feed. That's what we're going to feed it with the energy of our loving consciousness. So do you have somebody? Take a breath. And so I'm personally going to use Donald Trump just for, just for the example. You can use whoever you want. I praise Donald Trump. I raise Donald Trump in the name of love. I praise Donald Trump. I raise Donald Trump in the name of love. I praise Donald Trump. I raise Donald Trump in the name of love. And take a breath. How do you feel? This practice can be easy or difficult. It depends upon our willingness to let go of our filters, our imaginings, as Emma Curtis Hopkins calls them, our own resistance to seeing God and to see as God sees, to see with the eyes of pure love past the stuff, past the junk, and recognition, see with like God sees with a recognition of itself in and as all. There's only one life. There's only one life. There's only one mind. Whatever we put into that mind shows up both in life in general. So as I'm holding somebody in love that I don't like, somewhere in that consciousness, if, if you remember the idea of Indra's net, where everything is totally interconnected and what is showing up in one jewel is reflected in all the jewels immediately, as I know that, or, or another way is the... the um, other oh, words escape me. Never mind. The um, the universe that is all uh, a mirror and a reflection of each other. As we know it in one place, it is known simultaneously in all places. And so it lifts the consciousness of all. And it also then lifts our lives specifically. So if we have a pattern of judging, condemning, or complaining, or if we have a pattern of praising, blessings, seeing the God in all, that is what will show up as our life. I'm going to encourage you to practice praising. In fact, this week, that's your only spiritual practice. Practice this praising and raising prayer with everyone and everything in your life. Take a breath. Practice this praising, raising prayer. I praise you. I raise you in the name of love. By the way, you can do this while you're driving down the road. I praise you. I raise you in the name of love. You can just use your fingers on the steering wheel while you're driving. I praise you. I raise you in the name of love. You might need to do that once in a while for a driver that you might encounter on the road who has forgotten his or her oneness or isn't paying attention. Spend extra time with the difficult things. Spend extra time practicing this with the difficult things because it will release your hold on them and their ex your experience of their hold on you. And if you keep doing this, you will experience a shift, a step into the unknown. Take your breath. So are we good with practicing this? Yes? Great. I want to close with a quote from Ernest Holmes. There is a direct law responding to condemnation and a direct law responding to praise and appreciation. It is, of course, the same law, 
used in different ways. There is a law common to all people, which responds to every person's belief in life at the level of that belief. No one can be happy who lives in a continuous state of condemnation of people, conditions, and things. We must learn to praise and not condemn. We must learn to praise and not condemn. Take a breath. And we have an affirmation to support us in that process. So say this together with me. I praise life itself as I recognize spirit within all of it. I praise life itself as I recognize spirit within all of it. So let us take a breath. Let us move into that presence, that awareness of that presence, being in the now moment with and as that presence, that infinite one, that life that is greater than all life, that supreme self, as the Bhagavad Gita calls it, that is within and expressing itself as the universe that is within and expressing itself as each of us, each of us, every one of us. And I know that that presence is at its core love, it is wisdom, it is the life energy itself, it is power, it is peace, it is beauty, it is joy, it is all of that. And we are all of that. That is our nature, whether we remember it or forget it. It is still our nature. And so breathing into that, I express my, my word, my thought, my claim upon the universe. That each of us, as a result of today, moves into greater praise of life, including ourselves. Take time to praise yourself and raise yourself in the name of love, in the name of joy, in the name of whatever God quality you want to experience more of. And so we praise and raise because there is only one self. We praise and raise it all. And I speak my word that as we do this, we experience a shift and an opening for a flow, a greater, greater, greater flow of love and of wholeness and of joy, of ease and grace, of power, of peace in our lives. And so we say yes to that. And in gratitude for all of this good that each of us experiences as we open to a greater experience and expression of spirit, I release this word into law knowing that it is already so. It is already known and done in the mind of God. It is what is already happening. And we just move into that by saying, and so it is. <laughs> 